I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's never me on the chair. It feels so like... Swivelly. Ooh. Name. Tell me about it, stud. Hello and welcome back to 30 Flirty and Perishing with gorgeous, stunning, avant-garde, radio bop, Clara Kavna and me, <laughs> Sophie Lyons. What number are you this week? House cat. House cat. <laughs> I love that. House cat, Sophie. House cat, Sophie Lyons. How's it hanging, girls? Welcome back. 30 Flirty and Perishing is what the girlies are chatting about all around the world in every WhatsApp group. We're talking about what you're talking about. We are. You know, we're reading your minds. We're relatable, but not too relatable. (laughs) We skate that fine line. Everybody get it. And so we're going to kick off this week how we always do, what we're adoring and testing. I forget what we did last week. Would you like to start off with your hates? (laughs) More than anything. Uh, Tell me about your test, Gaza. I'll tell you what I'm hating. It is Oscar movies. I'm so... Just, I've watched two of them now. What are they? So there's like a bajillion entries this year for Oscar of the Year. And you know the way at this time of the year it's always really exciting because you're like, you could, you know, when you're so figuring out what to watch on like a Sunday, you could be like, okay, well, why don't we go to the movies and see an Oscar film or watch I'm really one. out of the loop on these this year. This year, the category is complete crap. It's kind of like any movie that was released this year, you're getting a nomination. What are they? So June, which is actually meant to be really good. Who? June, D-U-N-E. It's that sci-fi. June. (laughs) June, like a sand dune. A sand dune. Dune. Sorry, I left that after about seven minutes. More to my point. I sat down and I saw (laughs) 60 seconds and I was like, how long is this movie? (laughs) Not for me. And my friend was like, I think it's like two and a half hours. (laughs) And then I was like kind of ruffling around and stuff. And then he was like, do you want to leave? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. We went and had drinks. Like my string of movies the last while, when you sacri- go to sacrifice two hours of your life, I haven't enjoyed them at all. And I like it just proves my point that I just don't go to the cinema. Oh, I, I left James cinema. Bond. That was stupid. Why did you do that? Because it was so bad. That's, I've, I don't think I've ever seen one in total, but I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I screamed at the start. You know, the start in the house. Yeah, the opening scene is really good. With the, the mask. middle. Yeah, oh, that was really good. Ooh. Apparently the beginning and the end are good, but the middle is so stupid and it's, it's, it's so crap. I liked it. The disease thing that everybody was, what was that? Like the bioterrorism was so like COVID. And then it but was like... But that's why they had to delay it. Yeah, exactly. And then they were like, oh, we've hacked your man's eyeball. Rami like, Malek. Oh, he was an excellent film. But then we were kind of mugs because of the ending and then we didn't know that the ending was the ending. Anyway, so that was my first film that I saw. And then, obviously, that's not nominated for an Oscar. Should have been. Me, <laughs> me and your sister went to go see Licorice Pizza. Honestly. I don't know what that is. And it's starring, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. His son. 
is the lead. Oh, what age is his son? A young boy. Oh. And then, you know, Haim, the band, they're all in it. Yeah. And the youngest sister Sounds is fabulous. the love Thank you. We've got cameos from Sean Penn. Oh. Bradley Cooper. I want to see this. Sorry. Yeah, it's really, really, the cameos are brilliant. Bradley Cooper's great. It's two and a half hours of a will they, won't they love story, right? Now, I want people to prove me wrong here because I've, I, me and Rachel, I've obviously missed something. Because I honestly thought this was the most never-ending, boring film of just a string of unrelated events somehow tied together purely by the fact that it's the same cast members. It's just a load of like random incidences and then it ends. But the whole basis of the film is a girl, sorry, a woman of 28 years of age meets a boy at a casting in a school who's 15. And the love story Yes, I said love story. Between a 13-year age gap is between these two. A 28-year-old woman and a 15-year-old boy. I cannot get on board with paedophilia. Is that what the film is trying to make me do? And I won't. It's so weird. I can't get behind a love story with that big an age gap. She could arguably be his mother. If that was a guy. If the roles were reversed, that film would not be released. And the acting is not strong enough. Philip Seymour Hoffman's son is actually quite good in it. And I, as much as I love Haim, and even their parents are in it, which is classic, their actual parents play their parents. Oh. It's amazing. Like, that's amazing. I want to see it. And the though. dad's really good. I, I couldn't recommend it any less. Oh. The baby Haim, Alana, she's the love interest. And she is, and I would really wanted her to be good. You could see her acting in her face or thinking, being like, now you must be mad. Now you must be sad. It was almost like, maybe it's so art house that it's meant to be sh- shit. In order to be good. I'm obviously missing something. But oh my god. The only saving grace of the film is the soundtrack is unreal. The playlist on Spotify is really good. Then I saw Power of the Dog. That Netflix film. about With Benedict Cumberbatch. Kristen Stewart. And that's like a whole. So extremely out of touch. That's a, it's on Netflix actually. Don't watch it. it. Now I watched that at like half eight on a Sunday. Well. Well. When I really should have been going to bed. But it's this kind of like menacing tale of this like bit like Brokeback Mountain with the homoerotic cowboys in the 20s though. Sign me up. Well it's like older man and younger boy again. I just stop Hollywood. <laughs> stop it. What? Where is like a good compelling film that's not repeating other things? Uh, yeah 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 yeah. <sighs> Would you watch Real Housewives? <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly didn't feel like I'm being pushed. People literally are like to me, and have you seen the new? And I'm like, oh no, I was watch, I was rewatching uh, series nine there last night. So yeah, I'm just just testing Oscar films. It's like every film. Well, you know what they say about you know the people. Sorry, it's not all people who end up winning Oscars, but the whole awards circuit they say is just this huge who can lick up to who to get to to mm. where they need to go and it's like like the people who don't so, bother because they're like I'm not doing that they won't win no mm. it's just that's this why judge go- like this judging fest but the, it's <laughs> but that's why the Golden Globes have been kind of run out of town out of town because it's all the big Hollywood produ- foreign, foreign press yes and all those big production companies that have the money to push the films or push the TV shows yeah like Harvey Weinstein do you exactly. remember your one Jennifer Lawrence went up and she was like Harvey this is obviously before all that stuff she's like Harvey thank you for killing whoever you killed to get me up here mm. and like that's sorry he obviously didn't kill anyone but it's that kind of thing it is 100% and what's funny about the Oscars is right so once you win an Oscar you go into the academy yes, and oh, then you dream. vote okay but if you die 
you're obviously your vote dies with you. So in Hollywood or in places in America, they do these special screenings for Academy members. Yeah. And because, like, say, you could be 90 or 80 and yeah. 70, and they put on these screenings for the members who might not have a DVD player, like, they're too elderly or whatever. So they put on these screenings for the elderly members so they're all able to watch it, and then, or else they're sent all the stuff. Sometimes when these elderly winners pass away, the family doesn't alert the Academy. So the family keeps the vote and keeps that, like, exclusivity and votes, even though it's not their vote to vote. That was such a juicy nugget of insider info. Mm. Where did you hear that? In the, I read it in the Sunday Times. Yeah, so they have this trio now presenting the Oscars. Regina Hall, Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes. And they haven't had a host since Kevin Hart hosted a few years ago. So it's been hostless since. The ratings are plummeting. They can't appeal to Gen it's Z. It's so long. It's so long. It's they, boring. It's boring. but And they can't... Uh, but they have to like appease the older Academy members. I get that. And also appeal to the new ones to keep the viewers high. But because they won't modernise the nominations, they won't adapt to what the world is saying now. Yeah, they're going they, to come out daily. Like, they should have like 3D um, <laughs> trophies and... <laughs> Understood. The Oscars are shit. Yeah, but I just, and I think with COVID now, like ruining award ceremonies, I just think the Oscars, I don't know how much longer it has. Mark my words. Let the record be shown. I don't know if the Oscars are <gasps> going to be around for a Do you know what's great crack? The BAFTAs. Yeah, I'd love to go to them. The now. BAFTAs are always brilliant. There's mm-hmm. a mix of good crack and then, um, sorry, I don't want to sound, it's it's less American. Yes, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. No, and there's still people, has prestige. It's still, well, I mean, wonderful prestige, but it, it's a bit more fun and like, did Graham Norton host like one yeah. years or... And I always think it has a very good buzz. Also, yeah. with the Oscars, I would just go next day and go onto YouTube and watch the winners' speeches because I still do that. Yeah. Francis McDormand's one was sensational. Matthew McConaughey. Sensational. Matthew McConaughey. A big pot of gumbo one. He's just and he dancing. Goes, What's the thing he says? Oh, he says. No, I only watched recently. He goes, Who's your hero? <laughs> a little boy comes and up to me. This man says, Who's your hero? I said, I don't know. Five years later, he says, Who's your hero? <laughs> I don't know. Hero's me. <laughs> It's always going to be chasing me. It's always going to be chasing me. Oh. No, he goes, some little boy comes up to him and was like, hey, I want to ask you, man, who's your hero? I thought it was a therapist. No, it's like some, like, a a stranger or someone go like a random goes, hey, who's your hero, Matthew? And I said, well, you know what? My hero was me. My hero was me. It's not God. It's not the next actor. It's me. It's me. First of all, thank God. Without your higher power. I do not know where I would be without your higher power. I want to thank my wife, Muck. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going around? And then he's like... And then I want to thank my, pop, my, my daddy. My daddy. Because I know he's up there in heaven. He's looking down on me. He's, and he's a just, big pot of gumbo. A pot of gumbo. in his underwear. And he's just and dancing. He da- and he, he's dancing. <laughs> he's dancing. And, he's like, Who? and then the little boy is like, who's your hero, Matthew? And he's like, I don't got no hero. My hero is me. <laughs> It's me in 10 years. And then guess what? I'll meet that boy 10 I'm years never gonna, later. I'm never going to meet my hero. Yeah, and then he's like, I'm going to meet that boy 10 years later. He's asking the same question. What am I going to say? Who is this boy? It's me in 10 years. It's like, what? It's Get totally the years. same as me. I and love then the him. Oscars interview him about his speech. And he's like, you know, it just came to me. I was like, you would have three, you would have act, an act one and act two and act three of the speech. You 100% rehearsed it. Oh, it's mental. And then uh, George Clooney. He did a speech basically saying that Hollywood was responsible for the civil rights movement in America. 
There was another one that I've definitely looked up before, and I read Francis McDormand though is one of my major. Olivia Coleman. Yeah, Sandra Bullock's is really emotional. Mm, Halle Berry's when she couldn't start crying. That's a lot. It's just oh, I really want to delve. Would mm. we do an uh, Oscar bop? And a, oh. yeah, like a Hollywood bop. Oh my god, we could be like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh my god, who are you? Oh, I don't know who uh, I am. I am I Amy? Know. Yeah. Am I? I think so. Amy and Tina. Okay. Amy and Tina. Oh, Amy, the awards show with Amy and Tina. That jetesse turned into a bit of a jador for me. I and a say. brainstorm for future content. <laughs> you sing it, sister. I'm going to write that down. Um, Hollywood. <laughs> Tinseltown. 30 flirty and Tinseltown. 30 flirty and gumbo. <laughs> 30, flirty, and I'm never going to meet my hero. <laughs> my hero's me. 10 years. Gumbo. Sorry. It's so good. All right, so what are you just testing? I'm going to show you a photo because I, I don't want to pull my trousers down oh. right now. <laughs> I was going to pull them down to you earlier, and then I thought it was maybe a bit inappropriate. But basically, I was in Rome for the weekend. Yes. <laughs> okay. Amazing time. Ultimate vibe. We had so much fun. And on the Sunday morning, we had to check out. And, like, we hadn't gotten that much sleep. And I went into the, sh- <laughs> went into the shower. And, like, had a nice shower. And then the door opened out. Okay. Very stupidly, because then all the water got on the floor. Anyway, <laughs> it was tremendously glazed in there. I started, you know, like um, Fred Flintstone, the way his feet... Yeah, but I Yeah. I lost my footing. <laughs> and I started doing that. And in... <laughs> A matter of seconds, I was on the ground of the bathroom, starkers, and my friend, we'll call her Martina, my friend Martina, was like, Sophie, and apparently all she heard was a load of bangs, and then a really delayed, um, and she walked in, I was, starkers, look at the bruise. Oh my God. So I'm looking at your middle thigh. And there. And then I have it on it my looks, elbow. Actually, do you know what it looks like? It looks like either like a, an alien fetus or a human brain, but like purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And up at your hip as I well. Know. <laughs> and then she was like, what happened? And I was like, oh. I don't even know. I was just sitting that looks there. It's like it's like so raised. <laughs> it is. I can feel it, it now. It kind of looks like a mountain range. <laughs> you've got the Alps it's Ms. so Hi. bad but I kept taking photos and showing Martina and like I just had my trousers down oh so that's why I used to test slippery, losing my footing slippery floors like well the shower yeah oh my god isn't that disgusting you need arnica I should have complained and we would have gotten something free was it a hotel or an Airbnb a hotel like look at that one. <laughs> oh my god look wait pants are down because it just kept developing. That is a disgusting photo, isn't it? But you it? know when they're getting, like, better. They get They worse. get worse. Yeah. And then I landed on my elbow as well. I'm so shocked oh. I didn't pass out. Oh. Anyway, that's my should test. <laughs> you should take um, Arnica on the inside and the out. So put the cream on and then they have little tablets you can take. They're like homeo- homeopathic ones. They get Honestly, it gets rid of... But I'm not going to be showing my upper thigh. But it just gets rid of it quickly and heals it in a nice way. Yeah. I did my ankle over the summer at a festival. I fell in a pothole. And um, the arnica honestly got rid of itself oh, yeah, within a week. I bruised a lot in the last years.
Anyway, what's your jador? Oh, my jador is I had to um, go on the recruit for a new roommate and I felt first thing I felt so popular, like the amount of messages on spare room, I felt like a male model on a dating app. Oh. Honestly, I'd say I got well over 100 messages. Oh my God. People were like, Clara, how are you? Oh my God. I'm loving your look. Yeah, love the look of your site. Sorry, love the look of your room. Blah, blah, blah. And I just felt so popular. I actually couldn't get back to everyone. And then like going through them, everyone just started sounding the same after a while. And like, because the competition was so fierce, like if people had like typos or address me as Kira or like, copy and pasted like I got one like hi Chris and then like hi Clara and then the message I did that in a work email yesterday oh and then I was just like no sorry you're cut one person was like you're done yeah and one person was like hey I can't wait to meet you and Gail and I was like who's Gail, Gail? <laughs> another person was like uh, me and my cat Felix would love to move in and I was like I'm not allowed to have pets like no I would have taken that nah cats you joke me I'd love I was saying I'd love just a little pet and I'm too immature to have one no, there's too much responsibility. Absolutely. With a cat, they're so independent. Oh, I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. You know the Persian ones that are really fluffy? No, I really no, want one. No, I detest people who just have this absolute aversion <laughs> to cats, by the way. They hate I me. like both. No, they don't. They do, they hiss. And their their tails go fuzzy. They can sorry, smell my food. Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. There's this group of people in the world and they're just like, ugh, cats. Oh. Sorry, unless you've had a bad experience, please stop wiping them. <laughs> From ha- your potential love. I've had pet cats. I've had, <laughs> I've had pet cats before and they weren't very nice. Then my cousin, I to, whenever I used to go over to visit her in, in New York, I used to have to, sh- like they had a, like a couch bed in the a living futon. room. But it was like in the cat's special space and she would terrorise me in my sleep. Her <laughs> tail would get all fuzzy. She never wanted to be pet. She'd hiss at me, claw me. That was a bad attack, cat. attack, attack. Yeah, but there's bad dogs too. I just hate the way people just sort of banish them from oh, society. They're awful. Why am I talking about cats? Because you're oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever way it materialised, I was like Mrs. Popular on the apps. Oh, sorry, on Spare Room. And I was like getting all these messages, like inundated, did so many viewings. I've did four people. And guess what? Two ghosted. And then some people eventually got back and stuff like that. It was just like, the experience wasn't what I thought it was going to be considering the volume of interest. And then now, anyway, all is sorted. All is well in the world. I've got an Irish girl moving in and it's so nice. I just... To have an Irish, Irish accent, accent. In the viewing. And I was like, oh my God. And she said the same. And I was like, oh my God, it's just going to be so nice. Like it's it was just... The, a, it's just it was such a lovely, sound, isn't oh, it? It's like, like familiar, music. Yeah, familiar feeling. Familiarity. And it's oh. just kind of like a knowing look or something being like, we get it. And even if they're not your buzz, they mm. get it. Yeah. There's that je ne sais quoi. Yeah. I was saying this about guys, like Irish guys. Mm. And I was just like, no matter how good an English guy is or like an Italian one from the weekend or a <laughs> French one or whatever, the Irish ones have a je ne sais quoi that mm. none of those nationalities will ever possess. Fill. No. And they, they, it's nothing they can do about it. They're just, oh, buzzing for you. Yeah, so I'm delighted. After my big long search, it's just nice to have not have to like settle for someone who you know might not be a good fit. But, but what about like, Gail? What about Gail? But, and as sad as it was, was though to see my roommate Sophie moving out, she was a very fun roommate, but she's off to begin a new, exciting Greener new pastures. <laughs> she's in a big, new, exciting chapter with her lovely boyfriend. So it was a bittersweet goodbye. Because oh. like she was the first person I moved in with 
that wasn't yeah. a friend. So it was like a roommate that became a friend. But it went very well for you. It went so good. Could have been terrible. Yeah, it was just great. So my, I think you can probably guess my Jador. Roma. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We had a great all time. Oh. Even from the second we stepped on the plane, there was like Italian music playing. Oh. And we were like bopping down the aisle. And then like to take it back to earlier episodes, Archbishop of Sexy, we obviously went to see the Vatican. Oh, yes. The clobber walking around there oh. was high fashion fierce. <laughs> it was like dresses with like a belt at the side. Speedery, and they're just sort of they're very casually walking around it's like I'm dying to do a deep dive into Catholic fashion yeah what they're wearing is it's nothing short of art do they have stylists do they have stylists we were wondering this like does it come out of your pay and like do you or is you it just pick... you don't get paid and then you just get served oh sorry they don't get paid oh do, I don't know if... oh maybe they just get paid in clobber that's very fashionista yeah or like they all their food and accommodation like they don't need to spend money no, like oh my god, they're fierce, they're fierce. And wow. yeah, we just had a really great time. The Italian men are, they do have a je ne sais quoi. They're very got, forward. And they, yeah, got a confidence about them. They're not yeah. afraid to tell you how they feel. Or stare. <laughs> In a good way. I liked the forwardness. But we sat down, we went to this really nice restaurant one night. I think it's like, it's famous for something. And it was like a piano bar restaurant. And then we finished and we went outside to their front like terrace. And we got got sat next to 100% people in the mafia. And I was trying to say to Martina, I was like, <laughs> but I'd had a few drinks. And I was like, oh, Toshi it in the mafia. And then she was like, they can hear you. And I was like, I said mafia, like they're not going to know. So then I went to the bathroom and then I came back up and she was like, by the way, they heard you. And I was like, what? And she was like, they fully heard you. And he was like telling his friends. And then they were like, oh, that's a clever girl. She knows what's going on. And then they were like talking to us and they were like quite nice and stuff. And they were like cheersing us and stuff. And one of them, when Martina went to the bathroom, then one of them was like, do you wear eyeliner? And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, do you wear eyeliner? And I was like, yeah. He takes a like a Christian Dior, like brand new eyeliner out of his coat, like in a box. And gave it to me. And he was like, that's that's for you. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. Thank you. And what? Martina, yeah. So then Martina came back up from the bathroom. And I was like, he's actually just giving me an eyeliner. And she was like, sorry. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, open that box. Because that's not all that's in there. It's telling it there was something else in it. And I was like, no, no, it's just makeup. Then I went to the bathroom. And he did the same to her. He gave her like a Chanel blush. And he what kept producing these brand new makeup, like good makeup. That fell off the back of Items. And then everyone was calling him El Presidente. It was the weirdest thing. And then he was messaging us. It was actually so funny. But all the waiters, people across the terrace were like, Presidente. And we were like, why are you called Presidente? And he was just like, what's my nickname? And we were like, but why? And he was like, mm. and then he lived in a hotel and he said Zendaya was there no the other week. And he was like, well, she's not pretty. And I was like, she's stunning. He was like, mm. and then he was messaging us. Oh, my God. And then Martina, the next day, we were so hungover. She woke up and she looked like a Presidente. Oh my god! Wait, so you didn't run away with him? You could have been his first lady. El Presidente was not what I'm looking for, <laughs> to say the least. It's just a bit too much. But we have our, we have his number anyway. He was messaging us. 
Stop. Yeah. It was that the last time you saw him? Well, I didn't want to piss him off, so I just didn't reply. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to block him just in case he was. He was tracking your In phone case he was all president. Day. He was like, do you have WhatsApp? And I was like, no, do you? <laughs> I don't know what WhatsApp is. I was like, oh, no, we don't use WhatsApp. We only text. <laughs> anyway, we had a great time in the room. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papa Americano. Or you know, um, Bolade. Oh. Do you know that's Pavarotti? Singing that version. But you know, there's a modern version. Uh, oh. The original is Pavarotti, is Papers. <laughs> and it's the sweetest song. Mm. Bolade. Oh. Cantare. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So we were thinking about what we were going to talk about this week and something we couldn't ignore and we wanted to dive deep into was the mystery of Lent. Because <laughs> yeah, we're actually recording this on Ash Wednesday. Yesterday was Pancake Tuesday. I didn't have any. I had four. I no, on sorry. people's Instagrams. Mine was more Nutella than crap. Yum. It's the only reason to... That's it. Oh, God, I really want one now. Mm. But yeah, I suppose, obviously, we grew up in... A Catholic school. A Catholic school who fed you some information <laughs> and it wasn't explained very well. Especially when you're taught religion at such an early age in school that you kind of forget it or they don't really remind you. So like as a seven-year-old, they're talking to you about Lent. And, and then you're about. nine and you're like, I'm giving up something for 40 days. And someone's like, why? And you're like, I've absolutely no idea. <laughs> yeah, I think in school, I really, I still don't understand what the black smudge is on the forehead, do you? No, but I looked it up. So Pam Sunday is this last Sunday before Lent starts and they, they burn the Pam from Pam Sunday and the ashes from that are the ash on your that they do the cross on your on your forehead. They don't on, even on do Wednesday. the cross anymore. They just sort of smudge, smudge their thumb. But it's supposed to be a day of fasting and abstinence. And it's to kind of kick off the 40 days and 40 nights. It's like basically the opening ceremony for Lent. So Pancake Cheese Day is the gorging before. The gorge. So you get rid of all the... Traditionally, you would have had like sugar and butter. That's why you make a pancake and flour. So you, that's why you cook it all up and you eat it so it's, then it's not in your house. I decided out of mind. Oh. That's, that's generally, I think. Oh God, I never knew that. Yeah, so then you're like fasting or like whatever you give up. Yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't explained to us. Yeah, it's supposed to mimic... Jesus. Jesus is... The desert. Uh, him going to the desert for 40 days and 40 nights and he's like, 
the devil approaches him a few times and tests him and tries to tempt him with different things. So then the the Lent that we do now is to kind of, I think before it was taken much more seriously and there'd be like more severe fasts. The modern day version of it is giving up chocolate or staying up late or whatever. Do you ever give up stuff? I didn't even do it as a, a kid. I tried and I'd always fail and I got sick of the feeling of failure. So I just decided <laughs> not to take part. It's confusing though when you're a kid and they're like, give up something. And like when you're a kid, mm. should you be giving up stuff? No. Especially if you don't understand it. I prefer, I, know, I equally never did it, but uh, people taking things up like volunteer work or... Skipping. Skipping. Or, or like good nice things or like yeah reading what do you sorry did you give up stuff then this year no no sorry as a young oh, girl oh historical as a young girl <laughs> yeah I definitely did one year stands out to me where I gave up chocolate sweets and I actually think I might have done it well done I haven't done it in the last decade or yeah two. yeah my friend Emma once gave up chocolate for Lent and she didn't need it again that's for sacrilege. like until we got to college, so she didn't need it for like 10 years. She just was able to do it next year, obviously, chocolate now, but she didn't need it for like 10 years. Maybe more. Yeah, I, I don't know. I probably prefer the other side of it, of taking something up. Or like, loads of people used to give up TV. Ugh. Anyway, we... That, that was before mobile phones. What would you be doing in the evening? Reading? Oh my Playing God. on the street? After school. Yeah. At like 8pm. It's dark and cold. Tip the can. Tip the can. I love to tip the can. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I don't really have much more to say on the history of it because it's confusing. But a nice time nonetheless. It's right before Easter. I love Easter. Easter is amazing. It's the understated Christmas because you don't have any of the commercial fanfare of Christmas, i.e. buying everyone you know present or like meeting everyone you know for a Christmas catch-up that you only ever see for your Christmas catch-ups. Not that that's a bad thing, but it's like a more understated... Sexy. <laughs> sexy. Springtime. Hooli. Like, you get four days off work. Christmas, you get... I always find it confusing. Get... So we went to Berlin a few Easter's ago, and they're not... It depends on the country, but like Ireland and England get Good Friday. But they get four days off and all the shops close. And I was like, but you're not... Oh. You don't practice this, do you? Who cares? For... Well, it's, well it I kind of get... care. Sorry, the shops... the shops weren't open, and they're not that religion. <laughs> That's kind of weird, because in Ireland, the shops would be open, wouldn't they? they might just yeah, because there. they care about other people. Share about, they care about commercialism. But the... Um, yeah, I love Easter. What's that? When he rose. He rose from the dead, yeah. Where, where did he die? He died on the cross. <laughs> Wait, does he go into the desert? <laughs> we need to no, get no, a priest. No, 40 days and 40 nights is death out of the desert. But 100% Easter is when he, ro- when he rose. Does, after, does he come out of the desert and get crucified? This is what I'm talking about. There's inconsistencies. What am I looking up? Like... The sequence of events. The sequence of Jesus' The chronological, death. yeah. So it, that's so shit. 40 days and 40 nights, and then he goes on the cross. Yeah, he didn't even get to have a hooli. <laughs> no, he did. He had the Last Supper. Oh, and then Judas betrays him. Maybe the Last Supper was on Holy Thursday. Judas, Judas, ah, ah. Okay, so we've consulted with some priests and various lay people. Mm, we know lots of those. Okay, Holy Week. So this is the Sunday before Easter. Yeah. Jesus' triumphant entrance into Jerusalem. Is that after the desert? Yeah. Spends the night, night in Bethany. Monday, he leaves Bethany, curses the fig tree on the way into the city. Oh. Fair. Weeps <laughs> over Jerusalem. 
cleanses the temple for the second time, late in the day, looks into the temple, then leaves the city, spends the night in Bethany. Tuesday, Jesus, there's a lot of up and down, isn't it? Okay. I'm going to skip, skip forward. Skip, 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 skip. Thursday. Thursday. Peter and John sent to make preparation for Passover meal. After sunset, he eats meal with 12 disciples. So the Last Supper is on Holy Thursday. Correct. And he know ah, at the Last Supper, he knows that Judas is going to betray him. Betrayal by Judas. Him. Friday is the trial. Uh, and then does he die on Easter Saturday? Sorry. Jesus mocked crying of thorns. Jesus bears his cross to gate seven stations of the cross. Hmm. Saturday, Pilate grants a guard and sets a seal on the tomb of Jesus. Sunday, Jesus rises from the dead and makes five appearances on the day to Mary Magdalene, other women, two disciples, to Simon Peter and to the astonished disciples. Ah, okay. Okay, thank you. That actually made sense. I learned more there than I did from... 45 years in prison. (laughs) In school, taught by many a monsignor. They never told us anything. They really didn't. Or maybe they didn't. We just no, went. they didn't. <laughs> I still don't know what a confirmation is for. Do you? You confirm that you want to be a Catholic. <laughs> That's not it. It is. And you confirm that you're not going to drink or do bad things. You're confirmed into the church. So you're willingly going into being a Catholic, I think. So because I'm so confused all the time, I feel like we were never given proper information. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of myths surrounding the stories. Yes. So I have found some myth busting bops. <laughs> myth Bible busting. This is quite funny though. Jesus' last name wasn't Christ. <laughs> <laughs> In first century Palestine, people didn't have last names. They'd be identified by saying son of. Uh. Christ comes from the Greek from Christus, which means anointed one. Oh. Jesus, the anointed one. Jesus probably wasn't born on December 25th. Mm-hmm, I know that. While I, we yeah. all celebrate this, when is his actual birthday? We're not sure. Yeah, because do you know what? When Christianity infiltrated the Romans, so when the Romans moved from pagan beliefs into Christian. Catholicism oh. through um, Constantine the Great, that emperor, he... I love a good ancient history podcast. So in order for Catholicism to seamlessly fold into the pagan beliefs, the pagans had a Christmas style winter festival that Christmas And they associated with that. Okay. They had like this massive, like, it's like a week or two where society just didn't exist. And the plebs and the parishioners? Patricians. The plebs and the patricians could mix together. You could slag your boss. Slaves could... Go on the pace. Yeah, it was like a big two-week bender, which is very similar to what happens this very day. So it was really nothing to do with Christ's actual birthday, but... Oh, mm, okay. That's how they just got people, because they were used to partying and they were used to that tradition. I love that. Yeah. Jesus's family tree has some pretty shady characters. I love this website. (laughs) This is like Real Housewives of Bethlehem. (laughs) The Real Housewives of Gethsemane. <laughs> no, what's the... What's, what was you... The Real Housewives... <laughs> <laughs> the Vale of Galilee. <laughs> Mary Bethlehem. Hi, I'm Mary. In Bethlehem... <laughs> I'm a pretty uh, the, big deal. In Bethlehem, the cream always rises to the top. People think I'm a cheater, but I'm not. I'm still a virgin. 
Immaculate Conception? Never heard of it. <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> Mrs. Mary Magdalene. People call me a whore, but they just don't know the real me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Judas. Some people call me a bitch. <laughs> no, what is it? <laughs> I'd say Judas was a little queen. <laughs> 100%. So spot on. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, like Prissy. I was just having a little gas. I didn't mean to. I, didn't mean I was to just talking him. to my friend Jesus. I was just talking. No, you betrayed him to the road to Pilate. Oh, sorry. I'm just talking to my Roman friends. <laughs> Jesus. And then Jesus being like, you know what you did. <laughs> you know what you did. I want to do um, Real Housewives of Bethlehem captions the rest of my life. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. Sorry. Is there another woman in there? Adam and Eve. (laughs) Just try and tempt me. Born naked. Love the skin you're in. I hate snakes. Oh. That's my favourite game ever. Real Housewives of Bethlehem. That's the name of the app. That's it. Real Housewives of Bethlehem. That's it. It's funny. Um, sorry, Jesus' fa- sh- shady family tree. Oh my god, sorry. I totally right. forgot what you we were doing. I would literally do that for the rest. Jacob was a habitual schemer. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. who are these people? His family tree. Is Jacob like an uncle or sure. brother? Rehab. A prostitute. That's all right. Solomon married 700 women and turned his heart away from the Lord. Sounds like most men I know. Am Oy. I right? Am I right? 700 women? Yeah. I don't even know 700 women. David had a man killed to cover up an adulterous affair. These men are awful. These are in his family tree. His oh, lineage. <laughs> oh yeah, I knew this one. Jesus had several half siblings. Like, why do they never tell us this? Yeah. Where's the, then I would have paid attention to all this inside Do you know gossip. what I mean? Because it would be more gossipy. Yeah. It was so... Um, Highfalutin. It was so <laughs> surface. And I wanted to see below the iceberg. Yeah, and you... they just fed us this <laughs> top, top layer of cream. And I wanted the sponge and jam. <laughs> the gospel tells us that Jesus had brothers. Matthew even tells us the brothers' names. James, Joseph, Simon, and all of his si- and sisters. Yeah, he had several half siblings. But there must be a lineage from Jesus, like the Holy Grail. Jesus was likely very ordinary looking, was he? Yeah, sorry, I've seen this before where we kind of in school, the stuff that we would see about his skin and eye and hair colour mm. was completely different to what it would be. Surely I thought he would have looked like Arabic. Yeah, that's the point, but all our ones They're were just like... to look like a white man. Just had like a nice beard. Uh, l- luscious locks yeah wonderful locks so they're my facts that I gathered the data from some Christian bops I hope you enjoyed my myth busters <laughs> I feel way more Christian now don't you feel more in the know though I feel really connected if they told us a full story instead of this one piece of the pie vibe yes, I'd be able like, to no, go on. But like, especially when we, when you're 17, if I was like a cool religious teacher, I'd be like, girls, here's the tea. Yeah. And also Jesus though, like if you want to debate about it. Yeah. We don't know any info. Mm. Anyway, so I'm glad you enjoyed my data. Now, moving on. 
Lent, giving up stuff. We want to talk about a few bits that we think people haven't given up, mm. but they should. Okay, kick it off. Okay. <laughs> uh, five day weeks. Oh. we're to- They're saying four days is something that's... Please. Why are we working like dogs? They're trialling it in a few countries now. Is it Sweden? Sco- Sweden, Scotland. Maybe. But I think I saw something about... Is someone in the UK doing it? There's like companies that are doing it. And They're if the productivity it. doesn't drop, they'll keep it. It definitely wouldn't drop. If anything, no. it would get better. Yeah. That's something that I would like to give up. <laughs> this is more just a kind of a corporate vibe. When someone sends you an email instead of messaging you on Teams, you've could have said this on a messenger. Stop mm. emailing me. My inbox is exploding. <laughs> and what you're saying is so... Trivial. Stupid. Just message me. Fair. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'll say it once. I'll say it again. Tissues on top of empty plates. Oh. Please stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. I hate it. It is so gross. It's like putting a dirty towel on your kitchen. No, it, it's like putting a, t- a dirty towel over a banquet of food <laughs> that you've just gone to the gym with and showered with. And blown your nose in. And blown your nose with. Yeah. Sweat it all over. It's gross. No one wants to see it. People should stop holding back compliments. Yeah. yeah. We've said this before, but people do it. Out Just of jealousy it. or whatever it is, and they don't want to give it. Mm. Stop doing it. Stop it. They're my. They were my main four. Okay, what could I add? Slow walkers. Just hurry up. Oh, I'm Get a some slow pep walker. In your step. I'm such a stroller. Well, move to the side. I do. Good. Well, not you. Sorry. I mean, like, <laughs> move. Like, if you know you're a slow walker, just step in. I'm busy. Whoa. I'm usually, well, walking to work. Yeah, I'd say you really storm I on. love beating Google, Google Maps. I actually beat it earlier, which is very odd for me because... Mm. Oh, do you know what I hate? Oh, I know. Oh, no. <laughs> Can also people give up this mullet haircut? It's everywhere. Do you know Demi Lovato has a mullet at the moment? Do they? Mm-hmm. But like, why is it coming into fashion? I, cause I'm, is I'm, it? It is. You need to watch one Six Nations game and you will see they all the players have I was it. watching it on Sunday. Well, I was so aroused. Oh, I know. But like, Whoa. But the, the, hair, the haircuts are just, and some of them are really subtle. So it's just like just around the ear and then it just gets longer and longer and then it comes down at the front of their heads. Dirty. Ugh. And it's a really, really common thing. It's like the new cool thing. You're never going to look clean with a mullet. No, No matter never. how much you bathe. Oh, it's, they're just awful big, crusty magnets. They're minging. <laughs> I, I, like, and they're getting, the more I hate them, the more I see them. I saw one today on the tube. I haven't seen one. Oh God. Well, I'm putting it into your subconscious now. You won't be able to stop. I'm buzzing to see one. It's actually weird how popular they are. Really? Okay, I look forward to it. I thought because of our childhood education, Mm. there was a lot of focus on the 12 male apostles. Yes. And they all had personalities and names, different visuals, etc. But I think, mm. and seeing as this episode is going to come out on International Women's Day, oh, 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 oh. am I right, girlies? Yeah. I thought. Give we, me a. Can I get a hallelujah? <laughs> can I? What's that other one? Hey, can I get a? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm gonna roll our hymns. He is Lord. I'm just joking. I thought we could form a super group. Of women apostles. Apostolistas. Apostolistas. Soul apostolistas. 
you and I are one and two. Yes, the then hen- we the have women. He- yeah, no, sorry, the heads of the yeah. we're number one and two. Yeah, correct. correct. We'll join one. <laughs> then we need nine bopping apostolistas mm. and a Judas. Okay, I have a list. Go on. I don't know if you want to get involved here. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay, I made a list okay. in, in no particular order. <laughs> No, it isn't in a particular order. Who's in our elite, elite club? Okay. Shania Twain. Oh, yes. Yes. Apostle Easter start. number three. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. I, the girl's got me tickets to her for my 30th. Oh. Where did you see her? The three arena. Oh, I'm gonna get you if you're mad around now. Oh. I'm gonna get you. She could really. Still the one I love. Oh. <laughs> the only one I That don't impress me much. So if we were parading through the streets, she'd be the one there with the in that leopard guitar print cat, cat and the top wig. hat. Oh, I would. I see. I see her in you know that leopard print cat suit with the hood. Oh, fair, fair, fair. That's good for like flaring when you're walking. You'd love that. Yeah. Okay. So one, two, three, four is Lizzo. Yes. We have to have her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stunning. Five, Frances McDormand. <laughs> oh my god, she would give all her public speak- speeches. She would be on a soapbox. Yes. Talking about women's rights. Banging a drum. And, you know, burning our bras. Yeah, tambourine. Banging our drum. Totally. Tambourine in hand. Yeah, like the fact that she doesn't believe in deodorant. Oh. That kind of vibe. We're not worthy. Six, Jade from Little Mix. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh Isn't this such gosh. a super group? You should get it into HR. I know. You know, someone actually said that to me a while ago. They were like, you'd be very good at delivering bad news. <laughs> you give me bad news. And I was like, what? Bad. And she was like, yeah, like, because you don't know how you feel about it. Oh. Anyway. Jade, Jade is mix. unreal. She's so funny on yeah. Instagram. And she's such a hun. I know. And she's good crack. Yeah. Okay. Obsessed. Yeah. Seven. Meryl Streep. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Like head honcho. We need her prowess. I feel like she, her and Frances would get on well. I think they are mates. Frances McDormand actually made her stand up at the Oscars one year. Yeah. Okay, they're good and they're like equals. Eight. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, stunning. Nine. Rihanna. Yes. Especially now at the moment with the oh, baby the, bum. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you see that video and she's walking into that fashion show late and someone's like, you're late. And she's like, I know. And she goes, no shit. No. <laughs> It's just that we need that energy. Yeah, and like a don't talk to me like that. Yes. Who's the at least in number nine? Nine is a joint duo. Because they come as one. Oh, I think I know. Mary Kate Yes! <laughs> <laughs> but wait, do they come with their Starbucks and cigarettes? Always. Oh, because otherwise we're not and allowed. And their sunnies. <laughs> sunny and their massive handbags. Oh my God, I love them. <sighs> Ten, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, with magic, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah pointy yeah. finger. <laughs> Along with Salem. Yeah, I was just trying to ask. Totally. <laughs> oh, Sabrina. And her spell book. Oh, <laughs> I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So the last good one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who this is. But if anyone Charm. watches The Real Eyes Eyes, Kathy Hilton. Oh, okay. I've lost you there, but it's a really good one. Just trust me. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's a really good okay. spot. All the other ones have been A-list. No, so honestly, my squad I've assembled is, remember Taylor Swift had her squad? This literally... <laughs> Trumps that. <laughs> goes to the bathroom all over them. <laughs> and then, obviously, we need to pick a Judas. Yeah. I think it's Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> one thousand percent. What's happened Do- in the last... <laughs> year she is a judas it's the ultimate betrayal she is the ultimate 
Kiss of betrayal. Yes. She's betrayed so many people. And she never got in trouble for it. Well, her show's been cancelled. But she, before, she was honestly a powerhouse for years. Mm. And she only... It, people only realised what a Judas she was recently. Yeah. I just feel very tricked by her. I tip my hat off to whoever the whistleblower in the Ellen DeGeneres mm. production team was. I, it, there was a team of them, I think. That's a good feeling. I honestly was so great. Oh. She the, is the, She's the most perfect modern day Jude. Isn't she? Ellen DeJudas. Ellen DeJudas. <laughs> Isn't that the best squad you ever heard? <laughs> I can imagine this whole gang shunning Ellen. You can't sit with us. Yeah. <laughs> On Easter Sunday, we wear beige. <laughs> Not you, Jesus. I want to lose five pounds. <laughs> um, so that's my that's my um, list of solo possible Easter's. <laughs> Bringing in International Women's Day. What a squad. With the 12 squad. Because baby, now we got bad blood. We could sing that to Ellen. Yeah. While we're kicking her out. Yeah. You know, it used to be mad love. To take a look and you've done. Because baby, now we got bad Thank you so much for listening to us this week. I hope you enjoyed our not-so-religious religious episode. Are you feeling spiritual? Always. <laughs> are you, yeah, are you feeling... All I want to do is write down Real Housewives of Bethlehem uh, Intro taglines and send them to you. That's, oh, I can't wait to do them. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, let us know who you'd like to see in next year's cast of Real Housewives of Bethlehem. Oh my god, all the different spin-offs be so funny. What's that place? Real Housewives of Gethsemane. Where's Galilee? Galilee? <laughs> you love Galilee. Oh, I love Galilee. What, what do we say? If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Classy Cabana or at Soph underscore Lions. If you want us to discuss any topics uh, that you want us to talk about, if you have any agony and questions for our alter egos, Marge and Nora, we'd love to help or not help you. We'd love to help. <laughs> We're all- we're on standby. Our agents are on standby. You need to what end you... International Women's Day with oh. your tagline. That's your tagline for Real Housewives of Bethlehem. Tower <laughs> of Galilee. Dare to be different, darlings. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.